Where's the money coming from? Who's the backer? SWE doesn't have a big hall. It, it, it doesn't have an enormous crowd. And yet, there they are on pay-per-view. You know, when I said things were catching lights, that's the case. The crowd ramped up for this weekly program. And actually, because when you're hot, even if it's not great wrestling, it looks brilliant. And that's how it is here. Actually, some of these matches are pretty good. First match isn't. It's Ryan Mantel, who of course has got the eye patch and didn't come out well on the bunkhouse match, of course, um, versus Bam Bam Malone. Mantel's angry. Kevin Sullivan, who's very honest and not altogether great for this commentary role, tells us that um, Bam Bam Malone has taken a step back. He's not as good as he was. He needs a victory. Doesn't get it. Mantel really destroys him because he's angry. God damn it. Next on to a, a women's match, which is the best thing here. Well, it, it challenges for the best thing here. Um, it's Miranda Gordy and Wode versus Amber Nova and Charity Kane. Wode has a spangly eye patch and is uh, and apparently he's blind in that eye. But she does the best work here, actually. There's a lovely tilt-a-whirl backbreaker, which is brutal for a long two. Then she, she drags Charity Kay into the corner for the pin with Miranda Gordy. Uh, Amber Nova hits a nice leg scissors takeover and holds on to it. There's, um, Gordy just stiffens Kane with a forearm at one point. And then from Woe hits a fantastic modified wheelbarrow suplex. Yeah. Nova, Nova also um, tries a nice chicken wing with a bridge, a kind of chicken wing with a bridge. And then the, the pin from Amber Nova, who I haven't liked before, but does some good work here, is a sort of wonderful wheelbarrow stunner. Um, and that is as good as it sounds. It was great energy here, lots of good ring psychology, really good work, a really great women's match. Well, a really great match. Okay, we had Hernandez last week. We've got, we had Mark Henry the week before. Now Big Kaz is back. Well, he was here the other week, but he's back. He's really here now with Melina. God, he's a massive dude, isn't he? He's tall and well-muscled and, you know, his problems are behind him, we hope. And um, he's, fa- he's facing Christian Mox, who looks like he's lost the lottery uh, or drawn a short straw, and he has. At one point, Mox comes, um, hits the ropes, comes over, and, and Kaz just just pushes him down. That It doesn't look good, that, but a fall-away slam does because Mox has a long way to fall. The pin isn't great either. Um, Mox sort of springboards over and somersaults over the ropes, then sort of stops halfway down, and I suppose Cass was supposed to catch him in mid-air with the boot, but doesn't, so there's a bit of a, uh, a millisecond's botch really before he does hit him with the boot which turns out to be the pin a big boot for a pin it's not 1989 anymore brother so not great it was a kind of a squash and Kaz looks good but um he's gonna have to really break some of that ring rust off first okay 
Here's another squash match. They keep doing this with uh, Rodney Mack because he's been working for so long. He's, he's been in the ring for a while. I'm not sure if he can really go. He probably can, but we haven't seen him. You know, the other week we saw him destroy... Uh, it was a gauntlet. Destroy three jobbers, really. That he didn't even bother to tell us their names. And here we've got Noby Bryan, who apparently is an SWE superstar. I'm not really sure. I've not really heard of him before. Anyway, Hernandez is on commentary, calls out Milwertes. That would be a good match, actually. Yeah. And uh, Mac, of course, brutalises Noby Bryan because that is what he does. He chokes him out with the euthanizer. But Sullivan's still talking about something else while he does it. The commentary team have to break in to say, just a minute, look. Look, here comes the pin. Kevin, have a one eye on what's going on in the, in the ring, mate. Don't just talk about what you want to talk about. Don't be giving us a, a recipe for cheese sauce while someone's hitting a perfect moonsault and getting a pin. Not that that happened here. Rodney wouldn't do that, I'm real sure. Don't think he ever did, really, even in his pomp. Or his prime. This was nothing really, but they are selling Rodney back as uh, an indestructible, nasty dog. Um, he is the red dog. And that works when you do it like this. Now, I feared for this match. It was uh, Bloodhunter with with uh, Serena De Laurento, I don't like either. You know, the, the guy who's kind of a martial arts bloke, he looks good, but he's got a mask which has which has teeth cut into it. That's not very good. And Gangrene, who we saw, uh, the former David Heath, who we saw a couple of weeks ago, and seems to be, um, he was in for the first night and won the Battle Royal, uh, eliminating Bloodhunter in the process to get this, um, to get this chance. Why was Bloodhunter in that Battle Royal then if he was already in the Texas Championship match? The belt design is nice though, very nice. You see the state and it's reds and obviously golds, very nicely done. And this was a rather brutal and pretty fabulous match. It started early, Bloodhunter thinking, I don't want you to do that blood thing where you where you spit it into the air. No, and neither do I, so thank you Bloodhunter. He attacks him early on, hits a huge clothesline on the concrete. Gangro gets up and his, his punches and headbutt has some snap. This is something I hadn't seen. Well, for ages with Gangro, I've seen him on occasion recently. There are huge chops. At one point, Gangro throws Bloodhunter into the empty seats. There are, even though they say later on, this is sold out. There were some empty seats, but they are behind a couple of um, rows of fans. There's just a little hole where he can get him through. And he managed, precise, like a dart. Very nicely done. Bloodhunter is bleeding through the mask. Now that's always nice to see. And then Bloodhunter tastes a DDT on the concrete. It's not ideal. It's not the Impaler. That would have probably killed him. But, you know, it's there. And the ending is something really special. Serena de la Renta picks up the uh, table that is uh, at the side of the stage. And um, Gangrel goes on it. Because Serena's been involved in his talking with the with the officials and all that blood hunter just picks her up and slams her well i suppose power slams her really back first on gangrel and through the table she looks to be very hurt he picks up the pin and he is a crimson mask under that crimson mask 
I mean, he's covered in blood. Really well done. Not drown and drag out doesn't doesn't really describe it. It's something very special here, actually. And trying to follow that with the World Championship match, where a gentleman called Will Alday, who they know at SWE and like, who's been away and come back after a few weeks, is uh, fighting for the Heavyweight Championship. Why is that the case when he's been away and come back? Why isn't somebody else from the back who's been there all this time? That, is it because he's a job? Yeah, it could be. He's fighting Charlie Haas, of course. Now, Alday does all right. He takes it outside. He no-sells a head smack into the, into the steps. He gets straight up and walks away. So um, Haas backdrops him onto them just to show him that, yes, you shouldn't have no-sold that, I suspect. There is a very nice counter... DDT counter from all day and then he hits a series of moves and gets along too. At no point do we think though that Haas is going to relinquish this belt and the pin is a lariat which does turn him inside out but I'm not sure in these days that should be a pinning predicament or pinning manoeuvre. So of course we knew he was going to win and I, I saw that there were two or three minutes left and thought, I wonder who's coming down to challenge him. Of course, it's the big man. It's Big Kaz who will challenge him. Haas gets out of there, sacrifices his manager, Nigel Rabbit. I can see him take any amount of punishment because he's so annoying. And it's not good heel heat. It's just not very good. He gets chokeslammed. We go off the air. That was a good episode. As I say, when you catch fire, no matter what you do, even if it's not that good, even if it's Mac versus Noby Bryan or Ryan Mantel versus Bam Bam Malone, it's all right. It's still okay because the crowd carry it forward. And when you've got that woman's match, which is so good, and Bloodhunter versus Gangrel, well, you've got something a bit special for your, for your, your TV. This is four and a half out of five. And I'll certainly be watching next week. Because this is the best little promotion out there at the moment. Where's the money coming from? They must have a deep pockets backer. Ta-ta.